Hey everybody, it's Chris with Talking Through the Media. It's here, your home for entertainment news and reviews for fans by fans. Remember to hit that like and subscribe button, and you can also become a member by supporting us on Patreon or just become a member right here on YouTube. It really does help us out. So I am here with a new guest to the channel. You were used to seeing me with uh, Amy Newman, but for some reason we had a little, you know, we had our technical difficulties on uh, Wednesday as a lot of you uh, let me know about that. So helping me out today on a Friday afternoon is, I told you about this, I said this on the show, Amy, uh, it's Amanda <laughs> Wilson. She thought I was gonna introduce her and I messed it all up. Hey, Amanda. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> How are you doing today? I am good. How are you? Outstanding. I, uh, I I had to throw it in at the last second. What I did was I, um, we, me and Amy, we actually were able to get the we got your mail and we got your uh, vote portion of the live show on, that we do on Wednesday. And we got that done after we realized that the, the main show was not usable. And during the live show, we got that uh, question that you submitted in. Uh, for us and i appreciate you for that thanks a lot because we yeah. um we we love getting more actual questions to answer instead of just comments and statements i, just, I mean I, I love getting all, anything you guys want to contribute that's great but i really would appreciate it more question marks you know at the end of the, those statements yeah sometimes people just say stuff at you yeah and, yeah <laughs> you, do you get that a lot on your like on your end sometimes so, yeah, it happens sometimes for sure. And so I asked everybody, hey, could you just submit a question or two? And then when we came across your um, your question, I let everybody know, be prepared, guys. As I always say, prepare yourself at all times. I know a lot about a little, a little about a lot of things, but what Amanda knows could shock you. I'm telling you, so prepare yourself. <laughs> She's like, what? You're hyping it up so much, I know. Between me and Amanda, we know everything in the universe there is to know. So if you come up to me and you go, hey, what's uh, 10 billion times a trillion? I'd be like, well, that's something Amanda would know. Go ask her. No, so that's, and that's, that's on Mary Had a Little Lamp. That's how I do it. That's <laughs> how I do it. But guys, you know what it is. You know how we do it over here. What we go, we go through, uh, we jumble across a couple of main topics of the week. I listed them out for Wednesday. I was going to try to hurry up and, uh, and I probably still might just go through the what's what's trending right now and talk about some more relevant things. But I want to at least go through the show that was meant to air uh, on Wednesday and get that out of the way. Since all you heard of, from me was just for an hour, <laughs> no less. Well, that is, <laughs> go ahead. I, I feel that pain in my heart because I have lost so many recordings from like dumb mistakes or not knowing what I was doing. And it's like, you never get it back. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, not only was I having a bad hair day, which I know you know nothing about. Look at that. Look, look at that salon selective. <laughs> I was just making fun of that. Just let it shine through. Yeah. I <laughs> So it was, it was, just, it was just uh, one thing that led to another. And I, I thought the whole show was going to go perfect. And I guess, you know, my human error just kicked in and just, it happened. So sorry about that guys, but, uh, we'll, I'm going to run through those, those topics. Like I said, we usually pick the, the three topics of the week that you guys uh, want us to talk about. You guys did uh, pick these out. So if you don't like the topics I'm about to talk about, Hey, <laughs> Demo Thank it's, yourself. it's, it's yeah. democracy. Okay. This is a democracy. So uh, let me, I'm going to run through them real quick. So like you guys already know, I'm going to read through the topics. 
me and, uh, me and Amanda, we're going to talk about it. Just give our thoughts, our, our, our concerns, our two cents, whatever that's worth on them. And we'll share it with you guys. And then if you guys want to also, you want to chime in during the live chat or after the show, maybe we'll talk about what you guys think on We Got Your Mail. So put it in the box and uh, let's just keep talking. So let me get to the first topic of first. Let me let me stall because I'm not used to uh, reading them all out. So I'm going to you're going to see me go uh, a lot or hear me go uh, a lot, maybe. So. This is like an open mic. We're very supportive. We'll clap no matter what you do. It's yeah, fine. Sure, sure you will. Yeah. She <laughs> says that now, but then... <laughs> no, it, like a real open mic. We'll clap and then talk shit afterwards. It's fine. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's see if I can get this going. There we go. All right. Topic number one. So uh, from the WWE.com, this past Sunday, the WWE's Royal Rumble electrified its universe with the surprising and well-deserved victories of the Rated R Superstar Edge and in the men's Royal Rumble and Bianca Belair winning the women's Rumble. There has been growing support for the World Wrestling Entertainment to feature more intergender matches. When the WWE enters its PG era, the chances to incorporate more of these types of matches uh, have not happened. But since the women's revolution, there are calls to incorporate more intergender matches. Most people who are against the idea state say the things like the size difference between men and women and, and obvious things like uh, that, where other people brought up facts about how people who are men that are also small uh, in size face off against giants all the time. So why, why not, right? So the WWE has uh, had much success with intergender matches in the past, and there are lots of calls for the WWE uh, superstars to make this a key feature into the show. So Amanda, what are your thoughts about intergender matches in the WWE? If you even watch wrestling. Okay, no, listen, <laughs> let me tell you, I was watching that and I was thinking, damn, Edge still looks kind of good because I used to, I grew up watching wrestling. I haven't watched it really in a long time, but mm -hmm. I still know like some of the main characters. Mm -hmm. And, but I, my first instinct as a feminist is like, hell yeah, they should do whatever they want to. But then I'm also like, but is this porn for like people who are <laughs> domestic violence? I don't know. Like I don't. But uh, but, I but, have but from feelings. on which but on which side is this porn Either for? One. Is this porn know. for like... women who want to see women beat the out of men? Uh, and I censored myself on purpose because we try to make this a PG uh, yeah, kind yeah, of a thing. Yeah. There is a there, but just to let you know, I know it's your first time on the show. There is an after dark version where we just let it all rip. But for the main three topics, okay. I, I try to keep it PG as I can. But I got go it. Ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> But yeah, it just, I, I i don't know. I'm very torn because I want to say, do whatever you want to do. Kick those boys' butts. Let your, live your, life. Let your freak flag yeah. fly. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm like, put that hair in a high pony and kick all those boys' butts. But then also I'm like, I don't, also I, I don't know. I mean, is the big show going to be slamming like a 5'2 girl? I don't know. I don't know if I want to see that. I mean, it's, it's happened before every, you know, every so often they'll, they'll do something, make a joke out of it and whatnot. But I guess now the question is, do we want to see, uh, the, I guess the most popular top 10, top uh, 20 uh, female wrestlers facing off against, you know, the, the, the most popular guys or I wonder drove it was were the fans asking for this or was this just something creatively there, that they started doing there's a organization i don't i don't know if uh correct me if i'm wrong guys i don't believe that impact wrestling is owned by vince mcmahon they're they're in direct competition with and there's another organization called impact wrestling who that this is a part of their 
their uh their demographic that's what they do it's in the show they'll they'll have oh, men okay. versus men they'll have women versus women and they'll have intergender matches and they act like it's not even a thing like they from what i can tell they do it as if it's been it's been done for a century and it's just because this is how i see it I and mean, this is what i feel that wwe has kind of done in the past it all depends on the popularity of the person because you will have the, um, what's his name? Ray Mysterio. Like I said, he's mm -hmm. like five foot, feet tall. You're not going to convince me that he can beat the big show. But he does. He has. He's, he's what's been the, the champion. Uh, Sin Cara. He's Sin Cara. really little too, right? Yeah. Exactly. And, and, they, and, when, and if their popularity is at a certain level, uh, then the, chance, the, the, the fans are cheering them on. And if they want it, eventually it gets written into the storyline. So I think that's the way to handle it. And um, what's her name? Um, Becky Lynch ever since okay. she became the face to me Becky Lynch is is the is the face of the company it's usually a, a, a male wrestler Stone Cold Steve Austin The Rock things like that but Becky Lynch ever since she adopted her the her tagline Becky the man Becky Lynch that's her that's what her t-shirt says the man she's the man and I feel like that was the perfect time to incorporate uh intergender uh, uh, matches because she'll get in a man's face she'll get in a woman she doesn't care and I think that's the, I was that was where they and she's the most popular wrestler right now. So nobody would bat an eye at seeing her defeat the big show because she's what the was man that lady from a long time ago. Was it like May or something? There's there's, a, there's May uh, May Young. May is, Young. That, is that somebody? There's uh, Beth was she Phoenix. Fighting men? Was uh, if, if is May Young the the lady that I'm thinking about that was a legend that that recently passed away? May Young I think might. So. I May think Young she passed might, away like within the last few years. Yeah, that's that's uh, she was one of the original uh, female wrestlers. No, she never fought against guys, but she did a lot of. Um, Storylines and like when in her old uh, in her elder years, she she did a lot of funny things and jokey kind of storylines with the uh, male wrestlers. But uh, you you might be thinking about well the the women who have faced men. Um, there has been China. She yeah China, China yeah she was the intercontinental champion at one point um, the, and and defeated a man to do it. That I don't know what, what that match it, it people loved it and it was who did was, she beat. Uh, Double J Jeff Jarrett at the time. That was mm. a, that that funny story when his contract. I read that book because I, I bought and I read China's book. His his contract was up the day before that match was supposed to happen, and he told Vince McMahon, "Give me a quarter million dollars and I'll go out there. If you don't, I'm not showing up." Because he didn't have to. Vince had to pay him. He went out there. He did his job. She became the first female Intercontinental Champion, and then uh, Double J took his quarter million and got blacklisted from the WWE for life. <laughs> so was it worth it? Oh, was it worth it? But uh, I felt like it was. It was. It's. It. It made sense because her popularity at the time made it make sense. So, yeah. and I'm. I guess I'm getting excited. I'm talking about a subject that I don't get to talk about a lot. I'm like. I'm. I'm but I'm China was sweaty. such a like was so amazing. Like she was the first one that I came that came out and wasn't like really trying to be she was sexy but that wasn't her thing was I'm sexy she's right. like I'm strong that was her main thing yeah. and that was um, that was during the time she would just go in there and plow everybody over like and and but and it and it made sense and she and she was believe her skills uh level was at a, at a at a was right there where the majority of the female wrestlers of today are she yeah. paved the way i think that was she was like the blueprint and um i don't know if they ever did honor her and make her a legend they say that because of the career path that she chose after which is what kept her what's keeping her from being honored but yeah. but it's it's undeniable what she, what she did if they wanted to do in the dinner matches a long time ago they could have did it right after that that was a, su a success 
And yeah. it and it's it seems like it's it's been um, it's about time. I, there's some there's some female wrestlers in there that I would totally I would totally believe. Uh, well, let me put it like this: each and every one of them, I don't care how big or how small they are, can all kick my ass any day. Of the week. Uh, yeah, <laughs> any yeah, day of the a week. A trained fighter of any kind. And I mean, I know that professional wrestling has you know whatever it's theatrics and all that kind of stuff, but mm. they're still doing really really physical stuff for yeah. extended like it. The stuff that they can do. Nobody on the street can do that. So when people talk trash, it's like they're physical actors. Like, right. yeah, right. It's like it's like okay, yeah, you can you can fall down, but can you fall down properly and then right. get back up? Because they're doing the acting and they're doing their own stunts. Ex like they're stunt. Yeah, exactly. They're professional yeah. stunt people and actors at the same time. Exactly. And, and they and you have to coordinate this perfectly so you won't injure the next person. So and well, no, it's a special talent because think how many. Um, stunt people in Hollywood do you know by name and how many actors do the actors who do their own stunts it's like a big deal and these people that is what they do all the time right I, I just realized see I'm already uh I've already missed I'm so I'm so involved in the conversation I didn't realize that the camera was on me the whole time I'm glad I wasn't like doing anything crazy I didn't oh well, I, I <laughs> see because on my screen I could still see myself little so I didn't mm -hmm. think about it yeah, look at that screen. That, that that changes a lot. That'll just let me know that I'm not okay, uh, that, I I, that I'm not uh, that I'm not paying attention. I'm uh, so it's Friday, guys. I'm it's, it's almost a, a weekend. Yeah, you got to give a break on Friday. Yeah, just, I, I need a mental break. But like that's uh, that, well, I'm uh, you already can tell where I'm at. I'm okay with it. I, I feel like it just depends yeah. on the popularity of the care of the of the character. I don't. I wouldn't bat an eye on who they beat. Do I believe that uh, that physically they could? Uh, take on each and every person they're going to probably be matched with Pro uh, probably not but it's not about that i don't believe half of the the the, the men who defeat some of these other guys exactly, in these matches yeah. could really beat them in real life i still i will still cheer because this is the person I, that i'm being told to cheer and he's this is the he, they this the guy that guy or this uh, this woman has been going through this storyline it's a soap opera this is this is our soap opera they yeah. they've gone through all this uh these trials yeah, and tribulations it's a soap opera. and they and, and and now it's time for them to you know let's see the, how this story is going to end mm -hmm. tell me a good story and i'll i'll be there with you guys uh if that's my message to the wwe uh guess uh, guys let us know what you guys think what do you think about this whole concept about intergender uh, uh matches what are your thoughts about Edge coming back to win the Rumble? I was there. I saw the, uh, the, the year before that, I was uh, at the Royal Rumble. And I saw Edge come back. I screamed my head off. So I'm happy that he came back and to, uh, to win one. Uh, and for Bianca, Bel is it Belair? Bianca uh, Belair. Uh, I don't know much about her, but from everything I've seen since last year, she's, she's become one of my friends. Bianca Belair. Look her up, Amanda. She could, Bianca Belair. Yeah, she could. Oh, she, she is something. She is somebody to watch. Now she's, she's a very exciting uh, wrestler. So I'm looking forward to. Well, her like too. I said, I really I haven't watched in forever, but just and so this is coming from somebody who is just a very casual observer. But mm -hmm. like seeing Edge, I just remember when he like first came out in the '90s, and because I always loved Chris Jericho, and then Edge was like Chris Jericho Light that came out. Yeah. They That's look it, very similar, and they, they're both Canadian. They had the long blonde hair, like they, they were a little bit edgy, whatever. Like. It was yeah, it was that was a look that I wouldn't. You're right about that because I think I think uh, Chris Jericho came out just before Edge and Christian was starting to get more popular, but then Edge finally broke out and became his own guy and and went through everything he's been through with his injury, his retirement, yeah. Yeah, his I comeback. always liked him, yeah, but they both had that kind of like rocker dude type of thing going on. Oh yeah, the rated R superstar. Yeah. yeah. But let us know what you guys think about all that. Uh, because like I said before, put it in the box below and we'll talk about it. 
some more probably on uh we got your mail so let me move on to the uh next topic of the of the week one of the topics here it was ah this is one of my favorites <laughs> it if you guys did not know oh wait a minute i already did something wrong something got moved around uh where was it? What was the next topic? It was this. Here we go. Okay, if you guys know uh, uh, Noah Centineo, if I'm saying it right, is heading to Wall Street. The 24-year-old actor is set to star in an upcoming Netflix movie focused on the surge in GameStop stock. Uh, People Magazine confirmed. Oscar-winning screenwriter Mark Bowl, uh, the uh, who wrote the, Hunt, the Hurt Locker and Zero Dark Thirty, will write the screenplay according to Deadline. The film was centered on the ongoing battle between the hedge fund and the amateur Reddit traders who caused GameStop stock to skyrocket to more than seventeen hundred time uh, percent last week uh, through investment apps like Red, uh, Robinhood. Last month, redditors encouraged each other to buy stock in the beloved video game store, which drove up the price of the company stock. The hedge fund companies were betting the stock would go down, but the regular investors' interest in the stock caused the price to surge up, meaning hedge funds lost billions of dollars. The actor that will also star in this upcoming film also starred in uh, Black, well, also star in Black Adam opposite Duran Rock Johnson and an upcoming Masters of the Universe uh, film. So, Amanda. Yes. What do you think about a movie based on this whole GameStop stock? Is this, thing? okay, I have a question about, is this like the fastest they've made a movie about a real life event? Because I feel like Sully who landed the plane in the Hudson didn't even get a movie this that quick. That fast, like, right? That It was writing itself. I, I, I'm sure yeah. that some writer or some producer was just chomping at the, oh, oh, I'm loving this. Oh, right. this is I gonna mean, make us so much money. Two weeks old, and they've already got like they're already going into production. So yeah, that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> like quiet on the set. We got, yeah, they're already there. They got the actors. Out. It feels like they're, they're well. I mean, it's just well, the writing can I say part one of thing? it. This feel. Yeah, I was gonna say I would worry about this turning into a Game of Thrones situation where the end hasn't been written yet, and mm. you start filming, and then it goes all off. Then two filter. two years later, a more exciting ending would have probably uh, right. Yeah. That, <laughs> a bunch of people go to jail or something like that, and it's like we saw a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> from right, the movie. Yeah, you yeah. can't you can't start the film before we know what the outcome is. Yeah, this is still I feel like this is still an evolving situation. Well, that's what sequels are for. I mean, they they might they might uh focus yeah. on this this portion of it that just caused the uproar. The movie ends with a bunch of billionaires crying in their their uh, handkerchiefs, you know, um wondering why uh, the universe wouldn't let them screw over another dying company like they're used to. Or uh, then I kind of a imagine sequel them come shooting out. it like it would be like the um, what was that movie? The social the, so, the, the Facebook the, movie. The people who made the Social Network. There's um, the Wolf of Wall Street. There yeah. is the Big Short. Um, those types of. Movies. I'm hoping it's like if that. it was shot like that, I feel like I could get behind it more than because it could go real cheesy real quick. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> to me the funniest thing about it. This was how. The, the regular, it says right there, the regular, you know, Joe Blow kind of uh, stock investor was able to stick it to these billionaire guys who take yeah. advantage of dying companies, literally like robbing from the rich and giving to the poor type of a situation. And they used an app called Robinhood to do it. And yeah, the, which... uh, the Robinhood people sided with the billionaires. They shut they shut it down so they couldn't do it anymore to, to spare the billionaires to, to save the billionaires. It's the it was the it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. If they had like 
like a Senate hearing about that or whatever, they need to order those people that they have to sit down and watch like the animated Robin Hood on repeat until they mm. learn the moral of the story. Exactly. Like, your your app is this is false advertising. Yeah, all exactly. right. You're robbing you from the poor. Else. Yeah, you're giving to the rich. Like what the hell? It's um what what's her name who ran for uh, president? Elizabeth Warren. I'm she's probably gonna be in this movie. I'm like oh I, I'm <laughs> loving it. Oh no, the tears of billionaires. Oh. Mm, I know. Like, are they going to get cameos from real players too? Oh, because I, I like when they throw those people in the movie too. I love it. I, I can just see mitten, mittened up Bernie Sanders like, ah, yeah, serves <laughs> you right. Just like he's like he's trying to return soup in a deli. What the <laughs> hell do you think this is? Taste my coffee. What the hell? But uh, okay, if it's if it's the movie that we're imagining, I could get behind it. <laughs> but, that, but see, but see, but that's what people do. That's what people do. We always we write the movie in our head. Right. Yeah. And so when it's not the movie that we, we wrote, we're like, this we're is all mad. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Has that ever happened to you? How many times have you written a movie in your mind and then not gotten what you wanted? Um, I don't. I'd say that that happens a lot, but something that happens to me a lot, and this is why I have a problem watching movies. I mm -hmm. love watching movies, mm -hmm. but I hate when I can when I'm already like, OK, I know every single thing that's going to happen. And that's exactly what I'm like. I'm just a lay person. If I could have wrote this movie, then it probably sucks. So right. like, <laughs> no, I get it. I get what you mean. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, like I like a movie where I don't see things coming or like, you know, the jokes are new, you know, just like fresh ideas. But mm -hmm. I feel like so there's such a push to just get content out in general. And the Hollywood has always been, you right. know, guilty of that, that there's a lot of stuff coming out, but it's not all very good. And I just, there's so many things that are so predictable. I'm like, can we throw one curveball in here at all? But you, like, but you were right. Well, what you said earlier was was spot on. That they, it's it's still this whole thing is still unfolding. It's still writing yeah. itself. I would I would prefer unless it's about this the person who created the Robin Hood app from the day he was born to when he invented the app until he you know you know got bullied by the billionaires so, to save uh, him. What's I don't, the what's focus this? of the movie? The, the just the whole thing overall, it or is it specifically against Robin Hood versus the investors? It's just about that whole situation about how the uh, the the Reddit the Reddit sweaty nerds is what I'm calling yeah. them. Yeah, <laughs> how they those the sweaties that just got super uh, <laughs> amped up. Well, a, that's the other thing like the cast i'm like who's gonna play the nope. like quote unquote reddit nerds because i'm like if they cast all napoleon dynamites like come on i don't want to <laughs> you know what i mean like i feel like that like is this like, is this noah noah Cent uh, centineo guy is he gonna be like the the i don't even know who that is who is that uh, I, I've, I've never i've probably he's probably one of those actors that i've seen him in a bunch of stuff but i couldn't tell you uh i know i'm in. so bad with actors names like unless it's like literally morgan freeman i know their face but i their names <laughs> escape me <laughs> you're like but you're not you're not morgan freeman what the, i, the, I know see. i'm like are you morgan freeman no I don't it's know. uh let's see if i recognize this oh i recognize this guy he's uh okay so noah has been in uh well, he's been in small things uh like to all the boys uh that, that netflix uh series was to all the boys oh yes I, I didn't watch that but i know that. That. the perfect date uh what's something that that's more popular so he's been in a lot of like tv show things like that um charlie he was in the charlie's angels movie uh, the, the newer one but I mean that's that's oh, about okay. it. But he's but he's about to be an upcoming. So, so he's up and coming. He's, so he from from what I can tell with his casting, he could be he could be one of these Reddit guys. I, I'm I'm pretty sure that's probably who he's gonna play. That's just by looking at him. If I was just a stereotype this guy, <laughs> if I was to cast this guy, he's a nerd. <laughs> if I was to stereotype this dude, he's all the way nerd. He's a sweaty hey, nerd. No. 
Yeah, sweaty nerd number three. That's him. But uh, <laughs> that's, I mean, but I, I do the same thing. I think the last time uh, we, all, we all did it uh, was with the, um, the Justice League movie. A lot of comic book uh, nerds, uh, movie fans like me, they really wanted to, they really wrote the script in their head. It should, uh, uh, Batman should do this, Superman should do that, blah, blah, blah. And then when we got what we got, uh, a lot of people were disappointed in it. So I tried, I do the same thing. I tried to not, you know, make predictions. I just let, I just let the, yeah. just trust the director. Hopefully they, they, uh, they pitched to the producers a, a script that they could all get behind. And hopefully, uh, the image, uh, the, the vision that they had was, uh, is displayed correctly, but, and, and I'll judge it for whatever I get. That's what I, that's what I've learned. I've, I, 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 Ever since uh, people started judging like, oh, this movie is going to suck because Heath Ledger is nothing like Jack Nicholson's uh, uh, Joker. And then what happened? He became one of the most beloved Jokers of all time. So we got to stop writing these movies before yeah. they come out. Let it, let's, let's see what happens. So I'm excited for it. Yeah, take it for what it is. Yeah, yeah, go in with an open mind. Go in with an open mind. And then if it- But I, I do get it. Like when you have a fandom, when you're really, really into something like- you are invested in that and you want the story to be a good story. So when it's not, I get, I get being very disappointed and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, it's like, you're a fan of what these people make, not what you think it is. Like you actually yeah. like what these people are doing. So, you know, unless they're just completely driving it into the ground, like let the people work. Right. Exactly. I mean, they, I was, a, I think a football coach said, uh, said something similar to that. If I always listen to a, if I listen to uh, 100% what the fans always tell me to do, then I'll probably be sitting up there with them in the seats next year because I won't have a job anymore. Oh, right, exactly. So, exactly. so yeah, they, they, yeah, it's got to be my direction. It's got, they've got a, I've, I've got a plan. Let me, let me execute it. If it works, it's great. If it works, uh, it works great. But if it doesn't, then okay, well, okay, we can learn from this lesson and move on. We want it to be good. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking more for this storyline, maybe something in the vein of the, the big short uh, movie. Um, that had uh, Christian Bale in it. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if they try to go a whole different direction. This could be a straight up serious drama for all we know. It could be, it could, yeah. there could be some sad stories that we're not even aware of because we're so key laser focused on what's uh, going on on the news. We, they might throw us a curveball and, and, and hit us with something hard hitting. So never know. Well, when, when this all washes out, like to see who comes away with what and who lost what. And I mean, it's, it is, it's going to be an interesting story to tell for sure. I just, I, hopefully they'll do it justice. I mean, there, you know, there are so many good movies like that, like the Wolf of Wall Street and all right. that kind of stuff where they show these, they dramatize these already dramatic real life situations and they usually do a pretty good job. Yeah. But, but straight up, yo, I mean, if you guys don't uh, uh, have a Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren cameo in there. That's gonna be a uh, that's gonna be a deal breaker for me. Mitten, and we're going mittened up, tomatoes, yeah. We're... Mittened up Bernie, returning soup in a deli. <laughs> that's what I want. That's I will I'm... be leaving online reviews if you don't have Bernie Sanders and Warren Bernie. with that mask yeah. on. You call this a hedge fund? No, look, that's I'm just saying. That's what I'm. That's my Bernie impression, by the way. It was spot on. I know. But let us know what you guys think about that. And uh, like I said, we'll talk about it. Put it in the box below and we'll talk about it some more on uh, possibly on We Got Your on your Mail. So let's go into the last topic, the main topic of the show uh, real quick. And Did you? Yeah, what it was, do you, what do you think so about weird. that? That whole the idea if Catherine Heigl were to have said what she said today, 
would she have still been labeled, you know, difficult? Well, what did she, what is she accused of saying? Because they just keep saying difficult, but what exactly well, was she saying? Uh, during, when we first talked about this on, uh, on Wednesday, when nobody could hear us, um, um, uh, Amy, Amy reminded me of some of the things that, that went down in the early 2000s. It was, this was like right after Grey's Anatomy. For example, like and my, my fiance I told me I remember she blew up. I mean, she was in She was like in Grey's every, Anatomy. Yeah, when she started mm -hmm. doing movies, she was in every movie for like a three-year chunk. And then I don't, I can't tell you the and, last time I saw her. Exactly. So it was right after like Knocked Up. Like she was yeah. on an interview where she said something about like she didn't like her character. She didn't like the way it was uh, being portrayed. But this, this is something that you would probably hear from an actor maybe 10, 15 years removed. She was saying this stuff like during the marketing of trying to promote this well, thing. Well, right, of. and you agreed to do the movie, right? Like right. it's not like they changed the character after you accepted it. So right. you can only complain so much about that, I think. No, and I believe that was Seth Rogen's first, you know, big breakout uh, movie that um, that put his name out there. This was the type of movies he was writing at the time. I yeah. mean, like Super Bad and Knocked Up and what that this these were the that was his niche, his niche. Mm -hmm. And um, again, yeah, like you said. You, you saw the script. So if you didn't, right. why, why'd you take the gig? And it propelled her to like uh, what, what I read earlier, 27 Dresses and all these other movies. So, yeah, because I never watched Grey's Anatomy, but I know her from all those movies. So right. yeah, that that definitely was a launching pack. I remember, I'm pretty sure that was the first time I have ever seen her in a movie. And then I saw her in everything for a while after that. And I always liked her as an actress. Like I thought she was good, but I in Hollywood, I feel like all things in entertainment, it's so crappy to say, but it's so true. It's like, there's so many people who want your spot that hmm. if you are ungrateful at all, it's like, they're ready to just usher you out and put somebody right in there. Cause there's 45,000 other blonde people who want that role. Like, right. so, which sucks if you actually are saying something that's legitimate and people don't listen to you. But if she was just trash talking roles that she was doing, cause she didn't think that they were, up to par. I mean, I feel like then that's a problem for her manager, whoever's getting her these bookings, not trash the project that you did. Right. I, I agree. And, and it was, I was trying, I, as I always, I try to do, I try to um, ride the fence and play, uh, play both sides of it to do the devil's advocate thing. And I, and I had to agree a little bit with what her husband said, that if this was, uh, if this was something that she would have said just today, never said it back then, then this probably would have been nothing. If right. this would have this if this would have been one of those opportune uh, uh, times where if uh, I don't I don't want this to uh, happen to like if let's say if Seth Rogen was just in a recent scandal or something like that and and she said something like this then yeah. then I mean, you know it would have been a whole different story but that's in a situation if um, like I said earlier that if she would have made these comments today versus now that it's like 15, 10, 15 plus years. Yeah. Removed. Like looking back with wisdom on a situation. Exactly. That, yeah. Like, why did I take that? I shouldn't have taken uh, that character is probably not the, my favorite character. And that's fine to say when, you know, Seth has made all his yeah, money. And and I everybody. think that you should be growing. I think that it's totally normal to say, yeah, some of the stuff that I did when I first started my career, those aren't things that I would take now because like, even in comedy, there are shows that I did that I would never do now. And I'm not even a professional comedian, you know, like, so I get it. But at the same time, oh, you mean that Soul Glow commercial? <laughs> Listen, that hasn't come out yet. It's coming out on the Super Bowl. <laughs> but you know what? I, I think that it's one thing to grow and look back on a situation and realize what you would have done different in the situation, rather than while you are literally on the promotion trail, being like, "Yeah, this this is crap." Right.
That, exactly, because I mean, it's like, what do you, like, what do you think we're doing here? Like, we, we're, right. you're, you're under contract. We gotta market this that's thing. Like, that's like, that's <laughs> like a Pepsi CEO like going out to a restaurant and ordering nothing but Coke. It's yeah. like you uh, have to, you have to be brand right, loyal for a certain like. <laughs> read the room, CEO. Exactly. Yeah, where's your brand loyalty, Catherine? <laughs> like, this is, all of a sudden the Coke comes. Like, I've always hated Pepsi. <laughs> it exactly. reminds me of like a, that check's just too good to pass up. That, that's so a, Coke. <laughs> didn't Dave Chappelle say something like that on stage? He was like, I've I've done commercials for both Coke and Pepsi. So, but all I know is Pepsi just paid me most recently, so it tastes better. And that's how the game goes. <laughs> right. And that's how yeah, the game exactly. goes. <laughs> But I mean, she, she was, I look back at it and she was wilding out. She was saying some, some, some stuff. And there are certain things that like, you know, you can act up to a certain degree, but like if you tick off the certain people or if you tick them off in a certain way, it's like, sometimes there's no coming back from it. You just get, unfortunately your reputation, your reputation precedes you. And Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, try, I mean, you, you mentioned it, um, a minute ago, you said like, like there's a lot of other, uh, ladies that, that that fit the the model that uh, for that role that are willing mm-hmm. to ready to take his spot. Think about it from the perception of uh, black women. They have been saying this for decades about how the top, usually when there's a role that is written, either written for a, a black woman or is, is being considered for a black woman, there were, for the most part of it, there was like, what, three actresses that, that, yeah. that were only in consideration, Holly Berry and Two others, just just uh, throw, just Holly Berry, yeah, Neil Long, yeah, Neil Long like, Holly Berry, yeah. I mean, how how many? So they were all, uh, Gabrielle Union. They were all constantly. Now I'm about to just go through a Rolodex of my we, favorite yeah, black but, actresses. Yeah, <laughs> you can see their faces. There's like seven to ten black actresses, mm-hmm. and that's kind of it. Yeah, and that's and that and that would be it. Like where I could name ten blonde actresses off the top of my head. Right, like, and there's yeah. it, ex- exactly. So I mean, think about it from from that point of view, and. And Seth, at the time, Seth was he was he didn't he doesn't have the the popularity and the power that he has uh, today. This was back when they it was what yeah, are you, what, what, the, what are you doing? Like like, uh, like it says early two thousands. Um, uh, Grey's Anatomy. Uh, it was probably mid two thousands because I, I I didn't watch Grey's Anatomy when it first came out. My uh my wife is a is a nurse and she loves Grey's Anatomy. She yeah, I, made, people are obsessed with that. Sh- yeah, people love that show. Yeah, I just caught up to it uh, like last year, uh, but. Uh, I could I could see it then. I, I could tell from she, my, and she was telling me this is the season where it's gonna that transition. You can tell that this is when she said what she said, and now that she's kind of being written a little bit. You know, her her, her, her scenes are getting uh, far in between, and they're and they're kind of watch, you know, throwing her character out uh, out of the way because she, one of the things that she did was she she got an Emmy, and then she griped about how she didn't feel like she deserved it because. Her character wasn't getting much screen time. She barely was. To me, that's a compliment. If you're saying you were right. barely on the screen and you still crushed it enough to get the award, why are you trying to throw daggers at the writers? Where's the, what, what, I mean, where was your manager at, at, at this point? What's going right. on? Yeah, where's your PR person? Your PR person, right. Like, what, right. Would, you, what would you say? Yeah, to that? What would you what, say to I, that? I feel like, I feel like her biggest mistake is that she just did not have a good, PR training, good PR person before. And she was just saying literally what was, whatever was in her head, whether it was right or not. Like maybe she 
because so many things it's not what you say it's how, how you, you say, say it, it. Mm -hmm. exactly and mm -hmm. people get turned when people think that you have an attitude or like a snotty disposition or people tune out so quickly and take everything that you say as a negative whether mm -hmm. it is or not it's and it's just because your tone because they don't want to hear it they're like oh no i'm not dealing with this kind of trash but when you're mad, I think it's hard to like bring it down from a level 10, but also you have to stop and think, okay, is this worth going to level 10 about? Is yeah. that, you know, is this something I'm going to want someone to bring up three years from now? Like, remember when you went nuclear about blah, blah, blah? Like, yeah. Catherine Heigl seems like the type of girl that's always taking those earrings out and like, okay, yeah. wait till you see. Yeah. <laughs> just ready to scream. Yeah. And some people are like that. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, there's men and women who just fly off the handle at everything. They say exactly what's on their mind. And I know that people like really value that no filter thing, but sometimes it's like, oh, come on, a little bit of a filter. Yeah, I mean, a there's a little there's, bit of a filter. And she's probably learned that there's too many butthurt sensitive uh, men out there in Hollywood that are, that are, that have too much power to right. be, to, and, and I'm not saying like, don't, um, don't fight against the, uh, if they're, if they're wrong, if they're in the wrong and what you're saying is right. If she was, if she was willing to, you know, to put her career on the line because she was uh, fighting for something that was just and 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 in her mind, like you said, in her mind, maybe that's how she felt. But um, at, but like you said, it's it's the way you say it. There was probably a way to do it. Maybe maybe right after we just wrapped the film and and we're on your first interview. Maybe that's not the time to. Well, to and also mend. I feel like it's like just a a lack of having like social cues and awareness of yeah. that you should not be saying that. Like some people just don't understand what is proper conversation and what isn't. Right. So I don't know. It's just, it just seems really wild to have just had a very sick, like that film was really successful. Yeah, people it, it was. And oh, yeah. and she, and I read some of her, uh, her interviews. She, she did mention that. And, um, and you're right. I believe she's, she's had some time to reflect on it. Uh, but she, I, I do agree that she, that her um, that as long as she was blacklisted, I think that was that that was too much. That I, I feel like she was a, she is a talent that that deserved a, a, her second chance should have came a lot sooner than it did. But she, yeah. uh, but, I think so too. But I think she also could learn that you got to pick your battles. Not yeah. everything is worth going to war over. Some things definitely are. There are some things that are just completely wrong, and you got to fight for them. Right. Um. But also, if you accept. In entertainment, to me, I feel like if you accept a project and it turns out to be exactly what you accepted, but now you don't love it anymore, that's nobody's bad but yours. Yeah. You know who recently, um, it wasn't that recent, but Jim Carrey made, did a similar thing where when his, in his personal life, he was trying to be more nonviolent and things like that. And he played a, a character in that, the sequel to uh, Kick-Ass, who was a very violent uh, person. He didn't use guns or anything like that, but he was very, very viol a violent vigilante. And he refused to promote the movie. He said, I'll do the movie, but I won't promote the movie. I'm like, well, no, that the contract says you do yeah. both. So it's, it's, it's stuff, it's stuff like that. Well, I and mean, even that it's like, if, if that was some kind of agreement that they, if the studio did agree to that, then that's one thing, that's but one you thing. can't say, yeah, I'm going to do this movie. And I understand that it requires promotion, PR trails, all those little interviews with entertainment tonight, all that crap. Right. But it, you get, to me, it's really hard for, I understand that entertainment is a very difficult business and people put their blood, sweat and tears into it. I'm not saying it. it's very hard work, but you get paid 
so well to do that work that you kind of need to just like suck it up. I feel like. Right. I'm not. I'm it's not like. Tr- ath- yeah. Oh, I'm not trying. I, I was literally about to say that. I'm not trying to put. Um, um, see, there's somebody in the chat room. I, I have to double check and make sure that we, we <laughs> that we were being heard, and we are. So far, we are. But. Uh, I'm not trying to say shut up and dribble like to, to LeBron yeah, James. No, and, and I'm not t- saying it in like any kind of sexist way, a racial way, anything like that. But if you know the parameters and there's nothing, you know, that goes against your moral guidelines to live up to those expectations mm-hmm. and you still don't want to do it, but you also want to make $35 million a year, like you kind of can't have it all. Right. Exactly. It's, it's, and going back to the, the, uh, the Jim Carrey uh, example, you don't, I don't like it. If, okay. You read the script. You, you mm-hmm. knew what the pitch was, and the second you, you filmed the movie and cast the checks, you go, oh, by the way, that other stuff that I agreed to, I'm not going to do that. No, you, no, you I can't do that. I wonder how common this actually is, because I, I can't think of a time where I've heard of somebody like boycotting, promoting not something that they were in. Not, not common, not, not if you want to have your right, life destroyed so by a movie studio who will sue you and destroy. So, but I guess Jim Carrey was one of those guys who knew or felt he could kind of get away with it. Because he yeah. was he was uh, pr- uh, preaching a whole nonviolent thing and whatnot. Okay, you, you, and you he's can't... also at one of those stages in his career where he could never do anything again, and, and he's... he'll be financially fine. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's like he can. It, it's a. It's less risky for him to do things like that. Yeah. But uh, at, at the time, but Catherine Heigl at the time was, I don't think she was at the, it was, it was at the very beginning. So like you said, I, it's maybe it was something that she just felt she, she couldn't be quiet about, but yeah, yeah, but doing it on the first, if you're in the first interview and the question is, I still don't even understand what the huge gripe was. You just didn't like your character. I don't understand because I mean, I imagine the question was, so what, what do you think about knocked up? Why should we watch it? Oh no, I hated my character. And I'm like, if, if that was what happened, it's like, what are you doing? No, (laughs) exactly. That's what I, I mean, it's been forever since I saw that movie, but I can't, when I'm thinking back in my head, like there's not one thing that sticks out of my head where I'm like, oh my God, that character was a nightmare. I mean, right. she was a little bit annoying, but that was kind of her, that was who she was supposed to be. I, she was like super anal and he was trying to get her to relax. That was the whole. Exactly. And that was that, was that and I think I did see the other movies as well, 27 Dresses and stuff like that, because like you said, she was. She was one of the go-to, the the it girl. Like there was, yeah. at the time there was Reese Witherspoon and it looked like it was about to become Katherine Heigl. It looked like she was the next, um, like the highest paid act, uh, right. actress, excuse me, in, uh, in, um, in Hollywood. But then all of a sudden it just Yeah, before they over. just started talking about this recently, I never, I never realized that she was blacklisted. Like you never know who just retires, who doesn't get booked anymore. You never yeah. know what happens to these celebrities. They just kind of like fade they off. They kind of fade anymore. away. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I saw her again recently on a show I love to watch called Suits. Uh, that was on USA. Oh yeah. I remember that she, too. She came in on the last two or last three seasons as a, uh, one of the new lawyers and it, and Killed it. She crushed it. I loved her character. She was tough. She now this now the character that reminds me of like how she was probably being perceived as being difficult and whatnot. This character was all of that in your face. I'm gonna say I I don't care what you do, what you say. Yeah. I'm gonna take you down. I'm gonna. Sh- so this was perfect. I mean, that's probably one of the reasons why she took the role, and I loved it. And and I think this le- it led into more new projects that she's going to like this new Netflix series that she's um, that she's coming into. But yeah, you're for well, got about a good. Like maybe ten years, maybe going getting on to ten years. Yeah, you didn't see well, her. Well, I all? mean, I like I said, I've always liked her and stuff. So I hope that this show, you know, because I feel like Netflix 
it can really revive somebody's career right like if you have a good netflix show people forget everything that happened oh yeah Oh, yeah. I mean, people were ready to forgive Kevin Spacey because they were like, come on, we need another season of House of Cards. Like, yeah, yeah, they they, they yeah. thought about it. Now, you know, oh my God, that was so messed up how people were like, yeah, screw that guy, that guy sucks. And then when they saw the last season, they're like, oh, they, sh- they like, should have, maybe have yeah, gotten a cameo. It, it, yeah, it, it's, it's, I know, it's, they're like, they couldn't have brought this information out like right after the season wrapped. <laughs> I mean, like, but I mean, that's what... <laughs> that's what you know, no, you're wrong. As, as, I know what you mean. You are not no. wrong. That's exactly what some people were saying. It's not like they were trying to justify or defend what he's accused yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. It was just but that I, it's the... A it, good Netflix show The show really... suffered so bad. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. Well, having a hit Netflix series mm-hmm. is, I feel like it's better than having a hit movie these days. Yeah. Because the people are seeing you on a, you know, either they're like binge watching it or, you know, catching a couple episodes here or there. Right. And I feel like people just get way more hooked in. You only have, you only really have one shot with a movie that that two hour time frame to make that impact and and to be set in the minds and the hearts of these fans. But with a TV series, you could, you could have a bad couple episodes, but it could still build. And the next thing you know, seven to 13 episodes to mm, tell the story and start. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like a member of the family. You're well, you're, you're, Comes every week. You're coming into these people's homes, right. and they're becoming a beloved, uh, uh, sought after character. And then the scandal happens, and then you're like, oh, <laughs> like oh, uncle, uncle, what, uncle Richie, just <laughs> not be a creepo, and yeah. none of your skeletons will come out of the closet. It's exactly. really simple, but people still can't seem to do it. You, you wanna, you that, there's that's the valuable lesson. There's Amanda Wilson's valuable lesson of the, of the week. You wanna, you wanna uh, not be accused of, of sexual harassment. Don't sexually harass anybody. It's, How about that? It's really simple. I know it's <laughs> it's one of those things that it's like it's, if it was a snake, it would have bit you. It's like it's right there. The answer mm-hmm. is right there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, a little less that, a little more you know Netflix and yeah. you know so yeah. Let let the audience take care of the Netflix and chill part. You guys just chill. Just do the but job. Wait, what's her new show called again? Uh, Firefly, Firefly Lane, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Firefly. It, 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 I can't tell if it's a comedy or if it's just a drama. It, I, I saw one trailer that made it feel like a straight up uh, comedy. Uh, one of the actresses from the old TV show, what was that? Scrub from Scrubs, who played the doctor in Scrubs. Oh, I love Scrubs. Yeah. Um, the uh, I forgot her name. The blonde. Uh, yeah, yeah. Star. She's co-starring with Kat, with Catherine Heigl in uh, Firefly Lane. So you got a, a Grey's Anatomy and a Scrubs. Two doctors from those two sh- together. I felt like the comedy <laughs> wrote itself. I felt like the comedy wrote itself, but it looks like it's a drama. So I'm like, I'll I'll check it out. I'll, I'll check out a couple of episodes. See if I'm I'm into it. Maybe. I'll do yeah. a, a review on it, but uh, wow, we went at that. I guess that's why they wanted us to talk about this on the show. We we <laughs> went on about that. Uh, that's that's what that was our thoughts of, about everything that's going on with the whole Catherine Heigl situation. What do you guys think? Uh, did was her blacklisting from Hollywood? Did it was it a little too much that they laid on a little thick uh, for her? Are you glad to see that she's finally now starting to to chip away from all that and, and shed all that stuff that, that was happening in her past and she's starting to get work again? I'm excited uh, seeing her back on the screen. Like I said, I loved her in, in, um, in Suits, and uh, hopefully I'll like uh, what she does uh, from, from here on. And just let me know what you guys think, and put it in the box below, and we'll talk about it maybe some more on We Got Your Mail. So speaking of We Got Your Mail, we're not going to do We Got Your Mail <laughs> this time because we already did it and uh, with me and Amy. Amanda is here to, like I said before, help us you know, pick up what, I dropped last uh, last Wednesday. 
Again, guys, I, I'm sorry about that. I humble myself before you and beg your forgiveness, but I'm not going to apologize too much because I'm, I'm going to take a cue from Captain Hyger and be like, I say what I want, I do what I want. Like I, did, I said what I said. Uh, no, no, I, I get I get so upset at myself when I when stuff like that happens. I'm gonna be thinking about this every. I'm gonna be waking up screaming for the next. I know, week. I know that last episode. <laughs> I just, I can't, and those are always I the best ones the, too. Oh, oh my God, me and Amanda had such a great uh, conversation. I mean, uh, it, she 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 got so passionate about uh, making uh, calling me out and telling me how wrong I was. She made me cry just by using her words. You missed it. You missed a great great episode. I cry wow. easily. I'm a crier. <laughs> that's just me but guys that's uh that's the show appreciate you so much uh amanda Miss, yeah, uh, uh, everybody, i wish i had a live studio audience i'm always claiming that's that's here to, to cheer you on here because I, I feel like this was great i i wish um i could uh, have you back on the show again i don't know if how this experience was for you maybe on your next interview on your next podcast you might i just worked with this chris guy yeah i didn't like no, my character <laughs> Listen, I'm not even promoting this because I was not happy with my character development. <laughs> the director smokes weed all the time. Oh. It's like, I'm not doing this. Oh, you could see that? <laughs> no, I was thinking of Seth Rogen. <laughs> right. Well, let us know. Uh, tell us, uh, everybody, uh, about a little bit about you and where they can find you online if they want to reach out to you. So I'm Amanda Wilson. I'm a stand-up comedian when COVID isn't you know, going across the land. Um, I am online at Amanda, A-M-A-N-D-U-H underscore Wilson on Instagram and Twitter. I have still not joined TikTok because that's like my one, that's my one piece of land that I'm like, I'm staking my claim. I'm not going here, but who knows? In three months, I might be there. We'll see. <laughs> awesome. And you guys know me, if you want to reach out to me, uh, Chris Fagan, 1980 at on TikTok. Twitter, Instagram, and in your hearts. That's right. I'm always there. And guys, like I said, uh, Talking Through the Medias was brought to you in front of a live studio audience for Soul Glow. Amazing woman. Well, thank you again for having me on. I really had a good time. <laughs> oh, no, I appreciate it. It was awesome. It was, it was, it was great. I thank you for uh, helping me pick this show back up and where I messed it up and, and dropped it from earlier this week. So anytime, you guys, uh, if you want to see more Amanda Wilson here on the, am I pointing the right way? The Amanda Wilson right there. If, <laughs> so, like I said, look her up, look her up on, uh, on her Instagram, on Twitter, follow her, uh, support her, uh, her, her YouTube channel, her, uh, her podcast. She does a lot of great work. Very funny. As you guys could tell, like, I mean, she, luckily she didn't, <laughs> she didn't like target that, that her comedic uh, skills against me and make me cry. Like, no, uh, I'm like, nice. <laughs> But uh, like I said, she's very funny. I hope you return and come back again. Yeah, uh, I'd love to. Fun. We'll work it out. Let's work it out. All right. That's the show, guys. Like I said, put it in the box. But let us know what you guys think at all time. And we will always keep talking about your thoughts, your comments, your concerns, and, and maybe on upcoming episodes. I'm Chris Fagan. That's Amanda Wilson. And we'll see you guys next time. If you like what you saw, make sure to subscribe to the channel and please drop a like on this video. It really does help us. Also, don't forget you can turn on notifications so you don't miss a single review, react, why is that trending, or we got your mail.